You are listening to the Corona Diaries, brought to you by Allegra. For more information, please visit allegralaboratory.net. Good morning, dear listeners. This is Mohiro Sirkula uh, speaking to you from Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. So today is a very nice sunny day, um, and it has been for a few days now. Uh, the weather is turning hot. It's in high 20, 20s Celsius. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's becoming quite hard to keep staying at home. So yesterday I decided um, I, I kind of had to uh, go out um, to the bank uh, because um, every month I uh, um, have to pay rent and I have to also make a money transfer for my mother who lives in uh, Russia. She's uh, she's retired, uh, but her pension is not much, so it's not really enough um, for her to live on. So I um, have this responsibility every month that I have to fulfill, and uh, uh, yeah, because of um, some um, difficulties um, in transferring money online or through a mobile application, basically. The whole system is uh, set up in the way that uh, guarantees the ease of receiving money uh, for people in Central Asia from Russia, but not vice versa. So it's not easy actually to transfer money if you're in Central Asia to Russia. So I actually had to go personally into a bank branch and wire um, the money from my mom. So uh, I was not stopped by anyone. in the bank, there was no large crowd, so I was immediately seen by a teller. Um, they have hand sanitizer, and the cashiers are sitting behind the glass, as usual, so um, I guess they are some, somewhat protected, but of course they have to travel to work um, every day. Um, but yeah, basically, um, I had to both receive uh, a, my, uh, a money transfer because I got paid for writing uh, some articles and I, I had to send some money to my mother in Russia and uh, yeah the situation um, currently is is that you know I'm quite privileged that I didn't lose my job and I can do my job uh, remotely um, which I have been doing since this um, whole situation started um, so I'm one of the few people in the family who still has a job. So um, my brother, um, who also lives in Russia, uh, is a sound director and a DJ in a nightclub. So um, he doesn't have work for several weeks now. Um, and he can't find any job at the moment, not even um, you know, um, being a courier, uh, doing deliveries or no other any kind of manual job even uh, he can't um, find anywhere um, and his wife is a school teacher so she still has a job she's also teaching remotely um, but her salary is not that much um, and my aunt is a medical doctor um, and uh, she works um, in a private clinic, so they've been sent onto this in, in, on a holiday, quote unquote. Um, basically, yeah, it's like a, 
unpaid vacation and uh, they, they were promised that uh, in the coming weeks they will gradually be able to start working again but in reduced on reduced schedule and because her pay is not like a set salary she is paid sort of commission for each visit um, sort of thing um, basically her earnings will be significantly reduced um, so yeah uh, the dollar um, has also gone up here so that meant that in, in um, real terms that uh, people lost money so like if your salary is um, you, you negotiated your salary in certain amounts of dollars but you are paid in Kyrgyz sum that means that your whole income has been depreciated significantly in the past few weeks um, so uh, also <clears throat> I have been lucky because the university I work for has um, is doing this one-time payment a 30% of um, my salary uh, in this month in April to compensate for these changes in the exchange rate um, of um, dollar to Kyrgyz sum yeah, so I get paid in Kyrgyzstan, but my um, rent for my apartment uh, is set in dollars, right? So I also had to negotiate with my landlady that I will pay her at the end of the state of emergency, um, and she agreed to reduce my monthly rent by $50. Um, so that was uh, quite nice of her. Um, but yeah i don't know how other people are dealing with the situation so yeah so in many ways um i am uh lucky unlike many other um kyrgyzstanis who lost their jobs but also those kyrgyzstanis who uh, live and work in um, russia as migrant workers so close to <clears throat> a million of kyrgyzstanis are migrant workers in russia and thousands of them have been actually stuck since March, not being able to travel home to come to Kyrgyzstan because all the flights have been cancelled. And so actually, you know, uh, quite a lot of people have been stuck in, in airports. You know, they have no uh, longer jobs. They have no source of income. They have nowhere to stay, no protections whatsoever. And uh, yeah, so it, it's been um, quite disastrous. Um, but meanwhile, um, Russia still depends on uh, this army of uh, migrant workers to get basic everyday, you know, um, tasks done. Um, so, for instance, uh, Kyrgyzstani workers um, have built uh, within past weeks a new hospital for dealing with coronavirus. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's like 8,000 Kyrgyz workers who built this brand new hospital within a few weeks um, to deal with the situation. But um, if they're getting, um, so, so I'm also reading in the news that uh, they're not getting, um, you know, equal opportunities for medical attention and treatment, um, you know, and um, they're yeah, they're vulnerable to all sorts of um, abuse and, and neglect in this situation. So yeah, in 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 the Bishkek, meanwhile, um, 
it, it's becoming more and more obvious that uh, the authorities really don't know what they're doing. So they keep introducing measures and going back on them when there's a public outcry. So, for instance, the other day they um, started stopping um, the people on the bikes. Um, and confiscating the bikes, but um, you know, bike has been um, the means of uh, you know uh, people for people to move around and also to uh, help each other out. So, for instance, um, there was this team of volunteers who uh, were uh, using bikes in order to deliver insulin to the uh, diabetics um, and uh, deliver you know um, care packages with food to to those in need. Um, doctors have been relying on bikes to get to work um, in the absence of um, public transport. So then uh, they went back on this measure because people were very angry about it. And then on the 21st of April, um, they put um, uh, you know concrete blocks across roads, um, blocking passage of cars in, in, in 77 points in the city. And um, obviously that led to a lot of problems, you know, uh, uh, including, uh, you know, uh, ambulance uh, cars not being able to pass and get to where they needed to be um, quickly enough. So uh, the next, the very next day, they um, uh, removed these barriers um, because obviously they were causing um, a lot of um, disruption. So, yeah. Um, but still, we have a relatively um, few cases, um, officially confirmed cases of uh, coronavirus infection. Um, it's just above 500 cases and uh, seven um, deaths so far. Um, a lot of uh, the new infections are among the medical staff and their families. Um, we also had um, teams of foreign doctors arriving to help out deal with the epidemic here. A group of Polish doctors who were previously in Italy are here, a group of Chinese doctors as well. Um, yeah, so um, generally um, it looks like this might go on a little longer. Officially, we have um, till the end of this month uh, for the end of the end of uh, the state of emergency. But um, it's still not clear what's going to happen. Um, I hope you are all well and taking good care of yourselves. Until next time, goodbye.